and gentlemen, welcome back to Men of God podcast, episode 11. We are doing well, and we're about to give y'all this fire content, and let's get into top topics for today. So first and foremost, well, can, I, can, I, can I go first? Yeah. I think sure. We got to talk about the offseason. Jay Cole. First yeah. of all, the one of the one of the greats of hip hop, and, and if you disagree, then you don't listen to hip hop. But one of the greats of hip hop, J. Cole, Jermaine, dropped that album about <laughs> Jermaine, Jermaine, Cole. What are you talking about? Did you J. Cole? Yeah. Jermaine. Yes. Cole. Yes. <laughs> dropped that album. Uh I think I think last week, I think last week called the off season. This was a sequel to well not a sequel, but the album that came after KOD, which I actually like, but people don't really mess with like that. But he dropped it. I listened to it and man, this joy fire. Like, I don't know if y'all listen to it yet, but like from the intro, he just starts off rapping. Like he ha- he, ha- he has this whole documentary that came out before the album dropped where he was talking about like the purpose of his album. And he was like, because I mean, I mean, Cole plays ball now, so he's not, so he won't rap for a long time. But he was like, before I like go off and do my other thing, I want to like make sure that I left everything behind that I want to leave. And he did, man. He had so many bars on that. He on the on the first song, "95 Self," he was like, um, <clears throat> he said, "Krispy Kreme dreams. Sometimes my dogs want to kill 12. Like, yeah, that so, was that, that was nice. So. That was so hard. And then I'm not gonna front though. I think this is one of Cole's better albums. And my favorite is Play Your Eyes Only. I think that's his best. But um I think this worked. I think Cole showed up and did what he needed to do. I think he experimented a lot with his flows and different beats because he was flowing on like other people's production. Like usually Cole will just go on his own production, but this one he had he had like like Timberland, S1, um uh, who else did he have? He had a, he had a, he had a bunch of different uh, different producers. Um, he had like he had Boy Wonder on one song, like it was going crazy. So I think he was able to like fully experiment and just do like he always wanted to do. And and then he had some songs that were like his lane. Like he had that one song, uh, "Let Go of My Hand," and I was like really really chill, jazzy, instrumental. Like and that's the code that I like personally, but I know people don't really like that, but. I thought it was dope. I thought it was dope. Um, what did y'all think of listening to it? Um, yeah, I also thought it was pretty fire. I'm not gonna lie. I think let me see the tutorial I got on my my playlist real quick. I pull it up. I think I think my, my a couple of my favorite songs was was my life with twenty one. I, I did. I did yeah. like that one. Yeah. Um, I did like Hunger on the Hillside, the one with the boss, the the last song in there, and. The, the little the little baby one he came in smooth like oh yeah that feature was, was really was really good I can't lie and yeah, overall the album was pretty good I, I think I like the good uh I don't know how many songs it was I think I have eight songs of mine and like I found my like my likes and the rest it wasn't like there was no, no bad songs just no songs that like I was like okay I just need to like you know what I'm saying you know the songs that you just listen through is it either just yeah. either flat the but like one was like yeah it's whatever you know what I'm saying it was not bad but overall if I, if I ever had to rate it uh, probably I think I, I think eight is a good one for me. Eight, eight. Yeah, eight, yeah. yeah. I think I watched the album. I watched like this dude named Sean C. Um, who does? Oh like, yeah, yeah, Sean C. I know. Him. And I think 
he was a lot more critical than I am, of course. <laughs> but, <laughs> of J. Cole. I think he said a majority of me, there was no bad song. He said much of it was boring, but to him, I was like, damn. But yeah, me personally, I like this. It was, it was, it was, it was smooth for me. You know, I say, you know, this album was actually, I was, I'm gonna go that day. It was one of his better ones. You already know, as soon as it, you know, dropped, it was one of those albums that you, you train to, you just like listen, had to go through all those firsts. And I feel like he really, he really hit it on the, on the nail. It was worth, it was worth the wait. Cause I know, yeah, I know so many J. Cole fans were always, we're always talking on his Instagram. We're always talking on his Twitter, like, hey, yo, J. Cole, when's the, when's the album? It's been, it's been one year. It's been, you know, like a couple months. It's been, you know, like three years or something. When you're going to drop it. And I feel like this goes to show you it's like albums that really take time to produce are some of the great ones because you just want you just want an album that's only takes you know a couple months to a year and it comes and it flops like you don't you don't want that to listen to so his music I feel like all the all the tracks were pretty interesting my favorite tracks would have to be actually back to back would have to be 100 mil and pride of the devil and like those those two just it it just hit the lyrics fire the beats went went hard so like all in all i'll do like one better i give it like an 8.8.5 out of 10 for for his album that's fair yeah i i um I think I listened to it the first time. When I listened to it, I think I was expecting way more than what I got. Then when I heard it, it was just like underwhelming kind of. Um, so I'll probably have to go back and listen to it again um, to like get the full experience. But the first time I heard it, I was like, eh, there's a bunch of rap rap songs. I, 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 I bet I didn't catch like any of the bars that were on it. I don't know what I was looking for when I was listening to it. I guess I was looking for something that would just sound. I think I was looking for the production. Maybe that was, um, I guess that was what I was looking for. Um, that was the year I probably used to listen to it. The first time that I listened to it was like, I'm looking for some crazy production that the beat just goes like, wee, wee. <laughs> um, so like when I heard it, it just sounded bland, but I'll definitely like listen to it again because like I think I think the one bar I put, I put the M what was that one bar that oh, you yeah. said put an M on your head and now you're Luigi brother yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I feel like a, a, lot, a lot of those just slipped over my head but I think overall even the concept of the album is is something that I, I appreciate even like the documentary I watched that like and that inspired me man that that like that shook me up that made me feel like you can't you can't just give up on your dreams you know you you can keep pushing to get a dream so I think like knowing that aspect of what was put into the album and then going back to listen to the album will give like a different perspective and a like a, a different view to it I also appreciated how you know, so the off season and the schedule release was when all the teams were entering the um the NBA playoffs. Oh, so, cause I know who got bounced from the um from the playoffs. Um, I forget if it was Curry or someone else. But as soon as they got bounced, 
they yeah, hopped very. on Instagram Live and they were with J. Cole and they were like, I'm in the off season. <laughs> so, so it's like, I love that, how it's like, it's relatable to NBA players because, you know, you know, Cole Hoops, he's been in, I think, overseas in like a league right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But you could already tell through the the NBA um, references that we that he had in there. I think he had one of like Ja Morant. And then I feel like he had like two or three others that I really need to go back and like catch. But I felt like that was like an interesting tie-in on when it was released, the title of the album and the playoffs happening. I also think yeah. this is his first album with um, features, if I'm not wrong, right? He did all his other albums just by himself. Yeah. Um, on Fire Rise Only, he had Ari Lennox. On that song, on um, on, on Rise only he had Ari Lennox on that on that one song change. Mm, okay, yeah. But <clears throat> but yeah, these are Cole's only like credited features. Like like I'm looking at my phone. He uh, my he has Twenty One, Boz, Black, and Lil oh B. yeah, my Born Center does have features on there too. If that counts, yeah. So Born Center was with uh, Kendrick. He, he did oh he did Miguel yeah. he had Miguel I think yeah he, on Power Trip then he had then he had TLC on a uh, Crooked Smile his his only no feature album was uh, Four Seals Drive I think Four Seals Drive yeah. well in K I don't think KOD had features either from that round oh yeah I did. it had the it had that it, it had that weird like Kill Edward thing. Mm -hmm. Did that. Wasn't that like his alter ego or whatever? God, I don't know if that's a real person. Yeah. <laughs> huh? They kill Edward. Edward is just J. Cole. Yeah. Yeah. It's just Cole with his voice pitched down. Yeah. Just like uh, Mad Ma Ma Madlib is uh, Quasimodo. Yeah, exactly. Mm, yeah. Pretty much. Now, I will say the only thing that I didn't like about the album was I don't like when Cole does like that, like that auto tune stuff. I, cause I don't, I, I don't think that's like his lane and I'm not saying that you can't experiment or whatever, but like he did that on the London, I think that song was with, mm -hmm. with, uh, with Young Thug and Travis and it just didn't, like Cole's not, Cole's voice and his persona is not like fit for that. And he did, and he, he, did, he did the audio stuff on Wild on this album. Like um, he did it on Amari, on, um, 100 mil. I, honestly, I'm not gonna front. I didn't like. I, I, I didn't like 100 mil. I thought the. I, I didn't like the hook that much. The bars were cool, but I didn't really like, really like the hook like that. Um. Yeah, I think Cole needs to just stick with like the, like just cool hooks, but like him not singing it. I think if you got like Ari Lennox or, actually, like anybody from Dreamville, to sing on it, it would be better. But. Again, like, like I'm not mad. Do y'all think that the Kendrick collab is ever gonna come out, or is that like, like enough at this point? I mean, if, if, in in a year, in a year or two, wasn't there like pictures of him working on stuff that was released like when last year or this year? You talking about Cole or Kendrick? Oh, like in, in the studio? Yeah. Probably. Oh, you mean them together? Yeah, yeah. them together. Oh, oh shoot. Oh, are yeah. You, are you talking about Kenny by himself? Yeah, I thought. Oh yeah, nah. Yeah, that's like 
That's like hip hop myth at this point. <laughs> I don't know. It's like it's like for me, I feel like the J. Cole Kendrick duo has slowly gotten replaced by the J. Cole and 21 Savage duo. You know what? Yeah. Because so. every time J. Cole and 21 Savage hop on an album together, that's fire. You you already know it's gonna be a hit without even knowing the songs. As soon as you see J. Cole and 21 Savage, you're like, yeah, here we go. <laughs> Cause I think it was it was Middle Child, and when they had a song together, and a couple of others before that. A lot. Put that in. Like, yeah, a lot, a lot. Middle what? Child, yeah. Middle Child was just cool. A lot was was a song that they did. Oh, together. Middle. Oh, a lot. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, but the a lot one. Ooh. How, how many, many thinking think they streams? Give me plays on machines. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then and then when like you heard Twin with Savage come in there. Oh, uh, he. Uh, well, no, I was reading the comments one uh, in in the, in the album, and people were like, "There was like a select people that was like, oh yeah, old oh, 21 Savage is better." I was like, "I completely nah. yeah, disagree." Uh, <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> like old tw- nah, because he was talking about some sent my girl to the stove because she ran out of soda. Y'all remember that? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, whatever, yo, like that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, y'all want that instead of like, we don't like that he's not on like his old wild savage stuff like he was. Like, mm-hmm. rap stuff. Now so, he's actually like, once I feel like there's like a time on as soon as rappers start to you know actually rap about things and people are like, nah, I don't, I don't like this. Get back to the <laughs> back to the streets and you know make make that music that we all like. And I'm like, mm, no. Which, which we could say the same thing for Playboy Cardi though. <laughs> but, he, but he never started rapping though. Like he, like he's always been on that like space. I, I never used to be part of lyrics anyways. <laughs> so it's like I mean, like, I'm well, sad, I mean like, half the time you don't even know what he's saying though. I couldn't even. So I can't even pass, I can only pass two songs in that album. I think oh, my oh, favorite yeah, song right. is uh feel like dying like the instrumental. I listen to that a lot. Cause it samples a bunch of is good. Yeah, I like that one. If anything, I look, I look more forward to Pierre Born and Cardi at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but where's the lie? I heard I heard people talking about, you know, as you know, after an album comes out, all the all the people are talking about album of the year contender uh, candidate. Like which y'all which y'all think about crowning J. Cole's album, this is the album of the year already. Hang on, look at this year for music, yo. This year, this year, this year was kind of buns for music. Kind of been buns so far with music, man. Like on, on, on the mainstream scene, on the underground scene, there's been, there's been a few good, pretty good ones I found, but like in the, on the mainstream one, it's, it's been just pretty, pretty mid overall. I think, of course, I, I'd say J. Cole's has probably had the best one out of the few that I've heard has been released for the mainstream ones. Yeah. I'd say it's 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 either this one or it's uh Denzel Curry's uh unlocked project. Ooh. I mean, yeah, he, he has some bars on that. Denzel. I tell you, Denzel got bars for days, bro. Oh, yeah, for I days. You talking about Denzel Curry? Day- yes. So our one came out last year. Yo, he slept that won't count. That was 2020. But he did the like like the newer 5. version of it, right? 1.5 that came out this year. Um oh 1.5. I don't know if they'll count that though. But that's what yeah. that was only, that was only like what? A bunch of remixes, really? Yeah. 
Yeah, like like he had he had one more features. He had Smino. He had Joey on one track. He did have uh, Songo. Well, Songo legal that is. I mean, and maybe they count that, but I, I don't know if they will though. <laughs> maybe <laughs> it's only, it's only twenty y'all minutes. Count, if y'all yeah. count with Nicki's album that just came out for contention. Yeah, I mean, isn't that like a like, year old album though? That one that just got re released. She has an album. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't even know that she dropped. That's <laughs> 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 Wayne and Drake, but it's not new Wayne Drake. It's this really old Nicki Wayne Drake that's got released. YBN Corday released something, an EP. Corday. Yeah, he did. It was like three songs though, right? It, was, I mean, it, it, gives a, a, it gives a fan something to hold on to while you're making something bigger. So I guess it was yeah. Khaled's album, I guess. But that joke was horrible. Khaled. Don't 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 do that. Khaled Khaled ain't had a good album since since Major <laughs> Key. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, the one that Young Thug released. Well, I guess oh, all of, uh, yeah. Slime language. Yeah, Slime language. Khaled also come out with something. Is that the album you're talking about? Hmm? Hmm? I feel like DJ Khaled also came out with like an album. Yeah, yeah. That's what you're talking about? Okay, I thought you were talking about the other Khaled. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. No, his album, his, his albums haven't been good for a long time. Ever since he started like, Putting like his son on that, like, no shade to his son, but every time, ever since like his like something started like having him as a producer, his songs were terrible. True. You know like, the... just... Oh, sorry, right. no, keep going. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, yeah, wow. yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. yeah, I was about to say, but let's not act like Khaled didn't have hits though. He had, he he had I'm on one, he, he produced Bugatti with Ace Hood, he had, um, he had that one song, uh, Hold You Down with future Chris Brown and Lassina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, bro had his, but yeah, this album is just... I'm just saying the man's, the man's kind of fell off. He's been more into the promotional, such as promoting Ciroc and um, yeah. being on Snapchat with the key. And How do you put Nas and Jay-Z on a song and it comes out whack? That's what I want to know. Yeah. I'm How do you, you do that? Seeing Jay-Z's hair in music videos really pisses me off, yo. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it's so bad. It's just bad. It's like, why, yo? Like, please change your hairstyle, my G. Some of the hairstyle he has now. Yeah. Looking like a palm tree. Yeah. <laughs> like, dress don't look good on everybody. Like, <laughs> Jay-Z doesn't have the hair for it. He doesn't. But then again, who can really tell him what to wear? He's yeah. he works for himself. I mean, shoot. Unless Beyonce isn't, isn't being honest with him. Doesn't I mean, he have like this head shape. <laughs> Bro, why'd you why'd you draw? I don't know if any of y'all have any of y'all play um what's it called? Dragon Quest? Mm-hmm. I have, yeah. Yo, you know the little blue things? <laughs> why why you look like that's it, right? Oh, yo, I know Bryson's album came out. Anniversary? Oh, I didn't I didn't I didn't hear that one yet. Yeah, that one's that one's pretty good. Don't look at my phone. Let me actually check. Yeah, I'm not gonna only got a phone in my disposal to check about albums that just came like out. Like on trap like on Trap Souls level. Hmm. I would have seen on Trap Souls level, but I wouldn't say it's that much worse though. Okay. 
let me see what even came out because I've been I've been listening to a lot more like R and B and stuff that came out this year. Blueface has an album. <laughs> <laughs> Next caller. <laughs> That's twenty twenty though. Young Ma also has an album. Young Ma also has an album. Young Ma has an album. Yeah. Because Lucky Day's album was pretty good. I liked his album. It is. I'm not gonna front. That was pretty good. Oh, Buster Rhymes album came out this year. Ah, it wasn't. See, now, all right, yeah. all right, now hold it. That one was dope. Think no, Buster was... Rhymes is better as a rapper, or is he better on features? I think he's better as a like, rapper. Okay. I think he shows way more like. Hey, yeah, he. He's yeah, like pretty versatile in, in both aspects. Man, I think he's pretty good as a rapper. Right along. Yeah, like bro, Buster Rhymes' first album, crazy. Cause you come in like as soon as like a Buster, if you see Buster Rhymes as a feature, you know you're not gonna be understanding the thing that man says. <laughs> <laughs> it's like look at me now, Justin Justin Bieber's drummer boy, like countless of others. I'm just like bro, like slow down so I can hear you clearly. I'm not gonna front though. I think that, I think that Wayne had a really good verse too. I just think that Buster unfortunately like, like overshadowed his whole thing. I need Wayne to drop a new album. Nah, he can keep it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think Wayne is past his prime. <laughs> My opinion, like Carter Five, if he if he had stopped after if he had stopped after Mona Lisa, it would have been incredible an incredible project. But he had like twenty five songs on there. I mean, true, but he could always go out like Eminem and keep releasing stuff till he's done. Didn't 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 Eminem like? have an album that came out recently yeah like yeah. wait are you talking about this year or are you talking about kamikaze i don't even know no last year god i've been releasing anything this year no yes yeah. he, he has an album last year that came out last year yeah i don't think any kamikaze got me mad yo when td was like may 7th i'm thinking we gave me either a zero mm. or a kendrick album i was looking for one of those three that would have been satisfied they gave me one song from a zero yo and it was and it was but <laughs> The song was what, man? What was that? Huh? What's that? You know, what, you know when uh when when TDE did that huge announcement and they were like May 7th. And then I thought I thought they were gonna get Kendrick. Like I would I thought, I would, I thought, I thought like, also Isaiah Rashad, because I think that was uh, May 7th was like a special day to him. Yeah. So that maybe him or at least maybe SZA, but none of the above. <laughs> I would have loved another Sizzle album, but now we got Zara and Sean, which I'm I am hyped for the album, but I did not I, I did not like that single. Cause like you gotta like dude's been gone for like five years, six years. Maybe. All them. Like they've all been gone for a, a long ass time. <laughs> Actually, yeah, what was the last time that we heard from that that, that we heard from like Schoolboy Q and like J-Rock and all those people? Oh, it's, it's a long, it's been a long I was like high school, right? <laughs> it's been a I mean no J-Rock was album time, right? School with you had an album. I feel like there should be an expiration Like if you out for this long, just like enjoy their entire life. But Kendrick's not like old enough to retire, though. In my opinion, I'm not okay. I'm not like obviously it's like you haven't like done. I'm just saying like true. Like the old olds. Like if you're done, just like retire. You you're done. Like Kendrick, he can still make stuff, but like people who you make stuff, it was good long time ago. If they try to come back. Suddenly, suddenly your new album is automatically going to be compared to songs of the past like Eminem. There's a reason why every time he drops a new album, people are always, always like, 
this album was so much better and he got he got offended that's basically what kamikaze like a couple of his songs were based off of coming off of people he was rapping about people saying one of his his last albums that he had was terrible and i'm just like bro it's like you're still fire you're still one of the greatest rappers but you gotta go yeah Yeah, i was gonna say q released crash talk 2019 jr released redemption 2018 the longest ones have been Scissor of a Shot and Kendrick, because Kendrick, the Black Panther soundtrack came out. That was, like, that was like, that was 18, I think. Yeah, 18. Black Panther album. Yeah. And that was the last thing we, we heard of him. And of course, the the, the feature on um, Busta was old Kendrick anyways, so then I guess we can't really count that. But yeah, I need some new Kendrick, man. Like, before... Before Cole, before Cole and Kendrick retire, they gotta give us like another, another like Black Friday situation. At the very least, you know what I'm saying. At, the very, At the very least, like, do you know how much that would break the internet if they did like shoot even 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 like a five song EP or something like that? That would go nuts. Um, I remember that they gave us up that little that little <clears throat> on um. um on Revenge of the Dreamers with uh the one with the baby and where Kendall yeah. did the with the mind. I was like, man, you could have given him a verse too. Like, damn. Be <laughs> like, speed, please, sir. Can you spare a verse? I feel like they know that people are feeding for it, and that's half the reason why they're not doing it. I mean, yeah. They're not wrong there. Yeah, that yeah, I need that in my life. <clears throat> in my life, I know, I know, Gambino's working on another on another album. He did say that on Twitter. Oh really? Oh cool. Yeah, cause I people kept saying thinking that his last album that he released was was uh, his last, and I was like, nah, the way it was released, it sounded like a bunch of unreleased songs on that album. So I knew it. I knew that wasn't his last album. It, 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 it didn't make any sense for it to be his last album. So it was cap. Like, I, I knew. I knew it was cap. Cause you. The album was a bunch of numbers, bro. Like, it, there was no name. <laughs> like, y- y'all think that's... He released it randomly. Just one random day, he just, just pulled up and said, all right, here's an album and dipped. For your last album that you released it, you know that's Cap. There's no... Yeah. There's, <laughs> you know that's Cap. Yeah, that is Cap. So what's a rapper, besides, like, you know, Kendrick and all that, but, like, what's a rapper that y'all, like, want to drop this year? I'm, I'm waiting for Jids. Definitely a forever yeah. story. I'm definitely yeah. for his album. Like I said, with Rashad, um, SZA, she's not, she's not she's a singer, but I guess you can count that. Um, yeah, no, that's about it. I'm waiting for Blue Voice, baby. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this dude, isn't, it, isn't Drake supposed to release an album this year? Who? Drake. Drake? Yeah, you can keep that. Hey. <laughs> Like, am I really feeling for Drake? Yeah, no one's really. I'll, I'll listen to it. Like, I'm not really. I don't. I, I don't think I've listened to Drake for a while since like More Life, probably, or the one after that. It's been a while. I haven't listened since. Uh, nothing is the same. Oh, no, I've. I've <laughs> and I think part. He had two parts. I think a part B was better for me than part. I haven't listened since like God's Plan. <laughs> Literally. I was I was in high school still when that came out, but I was going. Dance me that long, you know. Mm-hmm. What's it called, bro? Um, what's it called? Came out in 2015. Um, 
I forgot what it was called, but it was with Future and Drake. Oh, uh, what's how to be alive? Yeah, yeah, that was fire. Well, they had a whole J album at some point. I'm not wrong. No, you, no, you did. It was um, it was with um the one with Sicko Mode. It was a it was a back to back album where he had a rap and then he had R and B. It was like a two sided album. Oh, no, we're going two different things. My fault. Sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna need Jid's album to come out. I wanna. I need Joey to drop soon. Ah, yeah. Joey Badass. I need him to drop soon. Um, ooh, who else? I like a new Earth Gang album. Mm -hmm. I like a new Earth Gang album. New Smino would be nice. Smino. Yeah, Smino. Smino. Uh, if it's like gospel stuff, you can keep it, but I want Kanye to drop again. Kanye going to It's good as good, yo. So that's all I care about, bro. <laughs> you gonna leave Star Make Fire B. That's all I do. That's it. Like I don't well, need I, to... I am looking for Pure Boys album to T Lot Five. Oh true. Yeah, like I don't need a Jesus King part two. Like I need a a Kanye album. <laughs> he just needs different production, bro. <laughs> he just needs some Kanye production, man. Yeah, like Kanye wanna tell faster, hire my boy Loki. I wouldn't mind listening to a baby key album, to be honest. I'm not gonna cap. I still haven't listened to him. Is he is, is he fire? Yeah, he's, he's basically a, a watered, a mumble rapping Kendrick, basically. <laughs> like, and, and that's really just explain it. Like, isn't that his cousin? Yeah, his cousin. cousin. Yeah. Like on, on his new song with Travis, that, that was fire. Do activity. Travis Scott, I need yeah. album from him. I, I can that was nice too. I, I can remember uh, <laughs> Travis uh Batman costume. <laughs> oh, was that Travis Scott's album? No, that was Travis Scott's album, not Drake's. But didn't Drake have an album though? With who? By himself. It was like a, it was like a summer. It was like summer twenty Yeah. Summer twenty eighteen. I see, I think that might have been was that for score came out twenty eighteen? I think. No, uh, not yeah, 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 yeah. Because Scorpion oh, no, came yeah, out. Yeah. I first remember when Pusha released that diss track in 2018. I was in. Oh my god! <laughs> me, and my man's put a heavy song. If you listen to that job, he was like, "Yeah, this dude is a bully." <laughs> it's like it's the it's the one where he was like, um, with the whole Kiki, do you love me? That challenge came out. Yeah. I forgot what his album is called. I think that was uh, it wasn't more like. It was uh, the one that was a two-sided album that I said earlier. Yeah, Scorpion, Scorpion. yeah, yeah. That was Scorpion. Yeah, that was Scorpion. The album also was the one he made with Future in 2016, where it had like Jumpman, um, such mm -hmm. a fire Big, album, Big, Big, Big Rings, Big yeah, Diamond Ring, Diamond. And then Travis Scott had Sicko Mode. I forgot what else he had. That was from Astro World. That yeah. Also yeah, that was that. Yeah, that was from Astro World. Yeah, I got a really big team. They need some really big man that Bro, to this that, to this day that joy like she deserved it but I still think Astro World kind of deserved that award but it did totally oh yeah it did totally I I I, I, I fully think he got snubbed of <laughs> that of that award like <laughs> ooh I want to hear I want to hear from from Pusha T actually so oh, no. oh, his last album was actually really good like people don't talk yeah. about it enough, but like yeah. that album he released was actually. Good, <laughs> really good. Someone said Pusha T's the unsung hero because he brought um Drake and the Sun together. 
Where's the lie? I want to hear from 21 Savage. Well, he be seven most Savage Mode 2. Oh, was that this year actually? That was last year, I think. Savage Mode 2? Mm-hmm. I don't think it was a lot because that, 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 that said, yeah. Some of that sun in there. That was Oh, that was right. Yeah. What was last year? Oh, okay. Yeah, that was what, that was what I said. Yeah. Are y'all are y'all craving an Uzi album? He released like three different projects last year, bro. I think, <laughs> like, really, like, yeah, turn I, I think I think Uzi should rest a little bit. Like I'm not pressed for an Uzi album. Yeah. You know how many albums he released, bro? Like, he had a joint album with Future, I think. And then like he had albums. a target and a deluxe. Like, all, and they're all, like, 16 songs each. I'm like, all right. <laughs> like, ever since, ever since Uzi wanted to get a diamond in his head and become a Power Ranger, I didn't, like, <sighs> I, I was like, bro, just, just chill. That's a flex, though. Granted, Uzi, Uzi, like, can't walk down Broad Street with that. Bro, but... you literally got a bounty <laughs> on your head. <laughs> I mean, Legit, and I mean that in every single way possible. That's a bounty. And he's so tiny too. I don't know. Someone just walk up. Yeah, my man's like what? Like somebody five, could walk up five, on him two, and be five, like, three? like vision him. Somebody could just take the take the rock out of his face. I really be imagining just like walking to Philly and just see just him walking with a, a gem in his head, yo. Like I, I, at some random point, he'd be, be around. Like, um, yeah. All I'm saying is, when Lil Uzi comes to Broad Street, he better have guards that surround him like they surround the London Tipton's dad in the sweet life for Zach and Cody. <laughs> never saw that man. They're they, they gonna have to. That's what they gonna have to do. Oh, last one, and then we can move on. Low key, I do want to. I do want an, another Meek Mill album. Oh, either. E- either Meek or another Rick Ross album. Oh, I feel like I feel like Meek has to wait until the slander on his name dies down a bit because Meek kind of was going, he kind of was going crazy. But he's been doing it to himself though. Yeah, it has been self inflicted. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He needs to wait till it's like. What what happened to his name? Meek Meek's did, like, just been doing a lot of dumb stuff. Yeah, a lot of dumb stuff. I think in one of his like latest songs, he made like an insensitive comment about the whole thing with like. Kobe's death or something like that. And Vanessa Bryant literally came for him in every single way possible. Which again, that's 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 completely on me. <laughs> yes, it, no, that like that's what I'm saying. I'm like, he needs to he needs to like just like chill for, you know, at least a, you know, a couple months, like a year or something, like work in silence and then yeah. drop some. Cause like Meek doesn't have bad albums. He doesn't. He like, doesn't have bad choices. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Him and Rick, him and Rick Ross, I want to hear from soon. Now Rick, Rick Ross, Ross, I could definitely. Rick, I right now, I take the Rick Ross album over Meek Mill album. Yo, I be thinking about that Rick Ross bar where he said like, "Put something in Drake," and she ain't even know it. <laughs> On that, bro, like, and no one cared at the time. I'm like, I'm like, damn, he really said that, and just, just let it rock. <laughs> Yeah, I need it so I could just hear. Oh, in the mic. Oh, I need it. Doing the cars a little pump up. Yeah, bro. Rick Ross has like really consistent albums. I know he does. Like, like, like Mastermind. Like Mastermind was fire. Um, 
that last one that he did that had a saturated grease on it that was fire um his features are fire like that one feature that he did on um on kanye's joint devil in a new dress true classic, even his pairs are fire ones. his what i said his pairs <laughs> what you mean <laughs> you know when the joke about rick ross eating pears shout out to all the pear <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's my last joke. Yeah, but yeah, no, that's what's up. I think, you know, Cole, if you're watching, I don't, I don't, know, I don't know why you'd be watching this, but if you're watching. On the deep dive on YouTube. On the deep dive on YouTube. Yeah, I find them the sample. Yeah. Dope album. Drop the, drop the joint with Kendrick. And then, and then, then you can go poop and do whatever. But <laughs> we, 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 need, we, need, we need those Kendrick collabs, bro. Give us some free shoes too. The world needs Kendrick and Cole. Yeah, you can keep the shoes except for Tamay, but <laughs> it's free shoes, bro. <laughs> free sneaks. <laughs> free sneaks. <laughs> All right, um, Josh, talk to us. What's up? All right. So, and basically, quarantine, 2020 into 2021, things have gotten better, but. It did provide a lot of people with really, you know, a space to sort of think about their mental health, think about how they're how they're really doing things that are in the best interest for in the best interest for them, in the best interest for, you know, their future and how they're feeling right now. Cause it like although you were home and you were sort of like separated, it kind of did take a it did take a toll on a lot of people, not just in in social way we're talking about well um social um your classes academics we're talking about economics as well so <laughs> in this time people have you know beginning to begun to seek out therapy a lot more if they hadn't more than before this happened because again you know you're by yourself you really are lost in your own thoughts and if you don't really talk to anyone about it then you really just let it fester and it's becoming a big thing on you know social media where people are a lot more outspoken about you know going to therapy and how it can really you know help you in the good times and the bad times even in the in-between times we just want someone to talk to and i know there's always been a stigma attached to really going to therapy because if you're going to therapy apparently that means you're some broken soul or you really have like, you know, issues that you really don't want anyone else to know about, or you're just some like, you know, awful person who has some like deep skeletons in their closet. But sometimes you just want to like go just to talk to people. So it's, do y'all think that the stigma <clears throat> behind, you know, therapy and people opening up about their mental health issues has, you know, begun to begun to rise up, and is that a good thing? Personally, I would think it, it has risen up. I think it is a good thing, to be honest, because many people have have seen to figure out certain problems within themselves that they're like they know that they can't really solve the way they were trying to solve it before. Like it hasn't been working. So it seems that like, especially um amongst like um other guys, you've seen that like all the problems are so stable um that stems from their from the probably like the parent problems or whatever. 
Like sometimes this, this thing, there's only a certain amount of things you can do by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta talk to somebody about it mm-hmm. at some point in the shape or form. And then, and I would even go as far to say, uh, not even as much as like buying a therapist, not buying a therapist, sorry, buying a, a meeting with a therapist basically, or like even talking with your friends in general. Cause you know how dudes always have to like, like you look and see to speak to to anybody about their problems. You know what I'm saying? Like even me, I'm, I'm, I'm perfect example. I always tell things to myself just in general mm-hmm. and certain problems. Especially since in high school, I never told no one really anything. So like, you would think I'm pretty happy, but I'd be going through it, right? But now you can see people always trying to vocalize, like how what problems they're going through. It really is all about just reception, and then how you can reciprocate what they're saying and how you can help them in that. And I like that that how now it's now being empowered to actually speak about how you're feeling instead of just holding it in, because it it's unhealthy to do so. And I, I'm speaking from experience; it's definitely unhealthy. Yeah, I'm a. I'm a huge advocate for therapy, especially for Black people. I think everybody, honestly, I think at some point in your life, I think everybody should go to therapy at least one time just to keep yourself level. I think people go through a lot of things that they don't realize. Um, I agree with John, though. I think it's a good thing. I think it's a great thing. Um, I'm also somebody who, well, used to, I don't do so anymore, but I, I used to like hold a lot of stuff in and like try to solve things on my own, which worked until quarantine. And then I was like kind of forced to talk about the things that I was going through, like, you know, spiritually, mentally, whatever, with the people that were around me, <clears throat> which, is, which is uncomfortable, but, but, you know, I still do it to this day. And uh, you definitely, especially for Christians, I think they definitely need like just that sober, you know, like, reality check i guess from either their their parental figures their mentors their friends like just being open and being honest with like you know what they're going through and i think it's also important to recognize too that people have certain roles in your life so you might feel comfortable talking to somebody about your spiritual issues but not really like your mental issues and then somebody else you know vice versa so it's good to to so it's good in your, your, your life to recognize who's that person for what thing and, um, you know, who you feel comfortable talking to. But definitely agree with John, like, you should not hold things in because also from experience, it's not healthy and it, like, sucks down, down the line. So that's what I would say about it. Word. Yeah, I think same too. Um, it's definitely healthy. And I think, like, since we being Christians, we have learned that oh um god could be a therapist you know and even in a space where i can't speak to anyone i can still speak to god but then again it's like we're all humans we all look for something tangible and seeing people have that understanding that oh i can speak to people about this without the fear of being judged or being looked down even if this person doesn't um necessarily give me answers they were able to hear it because like most times people um who try to um figure out their problems they eventually figure it out by themselves but they figure it out when they speak to someone else about it but it's like it's almost like you asking your teacher a question and then you give the answer as well because you had that conversation with the teacher so i definitely see that there's like great importance to having someone that you could speak to and being open because like i feel like if that is um the kind of world that we'll be living in 
it creates a broader community, you know, and it, it like I guess breaks the bonds between like or like the the groups that are formed between people, and that it, it, it gives more space to have a more open community where it's like I can easily connect with more people because of um, this sense of like community from having that therapy where I can like I understand that I can speak to someone else about stuff. Yeah, especially since you know you always when you think in your head it's like you have a you have a bias to your like for yourself because like you know what this is happening but it's like it's not that crazy or you know this isn't as i'm seeing it but if you go to someone else you're getting someone else's perspective on what you're going through and then once you're receiving that and then you're just like you know what? well i never thought mm -hmm. of it in this way because you were still thinking of it in like your way through your life lenses instead of someone else who's probably you know seen this before looking at it and I like how you touched on how you and Adele both touch on, you know, like the Christianity aspect, because you really, you know, you can go to God for a lot of things and put it like at his plate, but you also, I feel like you should also seek therapy as well. If you have like some of these issues to like talk to someone, like have like, you know, a conversation. I'm not saying you can't have like, you know, a conversation with like God because you can, but like just like having that like a constant, like a constant thing from like a therapist just can help you both ways so it's like that's like 50 50 you're getting it like spiritual and you're getting it from like you know a therapist so those two coming together work hand in hand and then it's also see i feel like it's uh also a thing with like men especially like men in, like the black community that also have like a sort of i'm not gonna say like hate of therapy but sort of like uh not resentment but they just don't want to go because it's like you know like, yeah like you know we've been told to not open up from society time and time again since we were children and as a as a teacher for kids i'm seeing that because like when a boy is crying the other kid will come up and be like oh like why are you crying like you know get up wasn't that big of a deal but that like the boy was crying it's like he should be allowed to vent his emotions so I feel like the world that we live in is sort of like tampered down on or hampered down our emotions and speaking up. So that's why people are uh, like black men, just like are yeah, a little bit like if you're therapy and also in like the black community, because in the black community, people don't like therapy because again, it's seen as it's seen as a week. So that's like a, a double, a double down on it. So it's like mm -hmm. you're a man, therapy is bad because you can't express your emotions. But in the black community, going to someone and seeking help is a sign of like weakness so i feel like a lot of people haven't sought out that before but now that everyone is seeing that a lot of people are actually going to therapy and you know seeing results from it that it could it could open doors for a lot of like healing mm -hmm. to begin for some families because that's something that really hasn't been talked about probably in those situations mm -hmm. and i th i think it's also i've heard sometimes some people say that like they don't like how they sound of um black people in general in the, inside like the therapy um what's the, the career area like you know what i'm saying because it's not like minority so it's, say if you go to someone about therapy about your problems like you like someone that connects with you on like similar um, yeah. planes you know what i'm saying like like if i were to talk to like a, a, a like another black dude that's in like a therapy session like he relates to more things that i relate to so i could talk about more wide various problems that i could be having as like a living as a black man and they'd be like yeah i get that and rather than say if i'm if i'm me as a black guy talking to like maybe like a, a white woman or something like that they might not fully understand where i'm coming from as a like a minority or whatever you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. just, just inside just in this world 
So I think that's also been like a worry. I've seen people talk about how like they really want like more black people inside those spaces to like help be therapy, their therapists to other black, black, black people as well and black people especially. Yeah. yeah. I think the other thing too about therapy in the black community is, especially with in black Christians that I know is that part of the stigma is because we never really had access to that until recently. Like for a long time in black history, the, the pastor was your therapist. He was also your like marriage counselor. He was your financial advisor. He was your all that. Cause we didn't have access to those things until pretty recently, like maybe 40 years ago, 50 years ago. So I think part of that stigma too is just like a fear of us actually like embracing the resources that we have because prior to now we didn't really have them. I definitely see it changing like with people our age. Like if you're not in therapy, people people think people think something's like you know wrong with you sometimes. So, <laughs> um and like even I, and I don't like how therapy is like a stigma, like we said before about like how, how there's this thing with like, oh, you're in therapy, something's wrong with you. Like, mm-hmm. not like, you know, life happens, people lose their job, people lose loved ones, people have bad things happen to them. And you can't get through those things on your on your own. You can't get through them with God, but at the same time, you know, if God's calling you to talk, be open about the problems, then maybe therapy's an option. So... No, I just think that as time goes on, especially as we get older and like have more have more responsibility, have like, you know, wife, kids, all that kind of stuff, that will definitely be something to look into. I know for myself, I definitely want to do like like relationship therapy at my mom because or no, not sorry, not relationship, but uh, uh, what's it called? Couples therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh when I get married, just to learn more about my my significant other, learn how she how she is, learn more about how I am, so we can learn to be more helpful. Yes, and again, it's like it's not like you know saying, "Oh, look, you know, I shot someone yesterday. Let me go to therapy." Like, no, it's like no, it's like that's not what going to therapy like makes you as. And I feel like that's like that's the bias that people have. It's like oh, this person is going to therapy. He must have, you know, like, seen some things or did, you know, some things, some people. And it's like, no. I mean, seen some things, yeah, like, did some things to people, I guess, in, like, a sense. But sometimes, you know, you just want to therapy to, like, academics. Like, this year was, like, tough on college students. Like, you would be able to go to therapy and be like, look, you know, this is how I'm feeling. I had all this pressure on me to do this and this and this, and it's making me feel some type of way. Like, Going, like then you could be like oh I'm going to a therapist but people automatically like connect therapy with oh this person might be the most effed up person in the world for doing for going to therapy and it's like it's like not nah, chill and I feel like our generation the reason why we're so open to it is I feel like some of us are accepting that there are things wrong with us like yeah. and I'm not saying like that like you know like oh you know it's it's okay to be like this and sometimes it is okay to you know not where like not being sure of where you are in life like a lot of people are doing different things a lot of people are in different chapters social media is a disease we get all of that but like you know sometimes you know you just want to say you know i'm not okay because i'm going with this and i feel like our generation is becoming a lot more open with that especially on you know twitter instagram like you know what 
I'm not okay, this has been happening to me, than the older generation, because I feel like the, like the older generation and the older elders, they were just like content with just like going about life and you know, this might be, tell me watch your face looking like that one, freeze your face too. <laughs> um, like they're just like, you know, I know something is wrong, but it's like, I'm not going to admit that this is what's going on. But I feel like the way that millennials and Gen Zers are, they're like, look, you know, I'm this and I'm this, I'm going to therapy and that's okay. So I feel like that's like the stark difference between going, and I'm not saying your parents don't like discourage therapy because of it. It's just like, I feel like it's like a different thing between the generations and admitting that something is wrong versus just continuing on life, acting like nothing is happening. Yeah. Now, now what I will say is I don't like how mental illness is like a trend. You know, like how, oh, people, yeah. like, like, like how people like anxiety, depression, all that kind of stuff. Like as somebody who has friends who struggle with those things and have friends that struggle with like suicide and stuff like that, that that's not like, no, I have no idea what this is like. And sorry, what's that video? This? Oh, sorry, wait, go ahead, tell me. Sorry, 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 it was my mom, but um, <laughs> gotcha. uh, but uh, back to what I was saying though, I, I don't like how people like glorify it as if it's like, like a, what's it called? Um, not, not trendy, but like, like, like a quirky thing. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I'm so quirky. I have depression. Like, no, no. It's like, no. You're just, no. You're just, just being dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like that's like on like the younger spectrum of like the, um, that's like, I feel like a more like Gen Z thing than like, and then again, I don't even know what the millennials and Gen Zs are and like the age difference. I don't even like. Technically, you're also Gen Z. Are you a millennial? I don't know. Like at this point, I don't. Like, I don't care. It's a label that people just label you by. And, you know, that's that's not okay. It's like suddenly the older generations are going to be like, yo, look, you're going to wear a star that says millennial or Gen Z or that's <laughs> going to identify you. No, we're not doing that. Um, We already saw a label of people work once. We're not going, we're not doing that. That, that, but, sounds, that sounds like star signs. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> <laughs> and, that brings up an, and that brings up another point, how people are just like, like that's a trend but this is also a trend like the star signs it's like oh like only virgos experience depression and leos they're like arrogant i'm just like you're basing your whole life off a of star sign don't like don't do that don't do that but in terms of it being you know quirky it's like yeah you'll see on you know people's twitter bio sometimes it's like you know like battling like battling depression or um you know depressed or people just saying oh you know what i'm depressed let's go form of like a depression group and i'm like like no. what is this it's like these <laughs> things are these things are actually what do you say or when people joke about it they're like man i'm so depressed today yeah it's it's like i feel like people have been floating around depression a lot the word like they've been yeah. passing it on a lot more than it has you know than it has to be and I, don't, I don't think they're really understanding like the weight of the word that they're saying it's like oh you know like this happened or like the sky is it's raining i'm so depressed i'm like no like you don't know what depression is i mean i don't i can't say that i don't know because i'm not them but it's like you just can't joke about like it's passing weather yeah so and that's people actually do struggle 
and the people that they struggle if they hear you joking about it it's, it's basically like you know making fun of disabled people on, on like the lowest of keys he's not wrong like on, on the lowest of keys that's kindly what it is because like everyone's like joking about how um how like i think the word's like ableism or something like that yeah. i think i think that's what the word is mm -hmm. but it's like and the media always being like oh this person did this with like one leg it's sort of like that it's like oh you know this person he's going through like depression he's going through depression i'm going through depression too because it's trending it's like depress mental like mental health and mental illness isn't a personality trait it's Thank not you. Please say it again. And again, it's, why do you want to be that? Like, I don't understand, like, this gimmick of wanting to be down bad in some way, shape, or form. Like, it, thank you. <laughs> it's, again, it's what it does is because it's trendy. And, like, nowadays, everyone's going to go on with what's trendy. And if being depressed and opening up about your mental health is trendy, then I guess people want to be depressed now. And I'm like, I don't think you want to be depressed. There's it's nothing not wrong fun. with being perfectly fine. Like, like, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not going to lie. Exactly. Perfectly fine. <laughs> It's like you can't like base your whole personality one day off of being depressed just because it's okay, and the next day being like, "Oh, you know what? I'm over this because I'm I'm happy now." It's like, nah. I'm not gonna front though. I think part of that is also music, because like I remember when when X came out, and like I think he was the first rapper for our generation at least that was like very open about like you know like I'm going through it. For our generation, I think our parents, our parents' generation had like DMX and all that. But I think for I think for us, X was the first like rapper that was like, yo, like I'm depressed. I almost killed myself one time. Like he was very open about that. And yeah. I, and I think and I think he started this whole wave of like I don't want to say emo rap, but just like more sensitive, you know, more like open mentally, like kind of form of hip hop. So I think in an effort to be cool sometimes, people will be like, yeah, you know, I'm depressed, I'm this and that, because like Ed's just talking about it in a song or whatever. Yeah, and it's, and even like, even, I guess like it's also something that's ingrained in the culture, because even in memes too, we have dark, dark humor now, like <laughs> someone died and someone laughs about it. I'm like, someone just died, like. Exactly. Exactly. No, this us love the dark humor, like this dark humor where it's, Actually, how many just talking about is like, all right, you're kind of wild. And like, I think I remember someone, um, you know, that, that took a song, like, I'm gonna rip, nah, da, da, da. and then someone in the comments was like, I think some some made even talk about how his friend cheated on some on something on some some movie. And so someone comes like, yeah, you're gonna get in a car crash, you lose a limb. I'm like, bro, like, how's that? How's that dark humor? Like, you just told him he's gonna die. Like, what are you, what are you doing? It's a joke, bro. You just told bro he about to die. Like, what do you mean it's a joke? Like, and then people <laughs> that pass off for the joke once they know how terrible it is. Well, I'm just joking. It's like dude, we don't joke about death here. Mm -mm. Even when that's, you joke, even even when you joke about it though, like it's not it's 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 not always funny. It's not. It doesn't be funny, bro. Like, <laughs> like you talk about. It. I was joking. Nobody laughed. Like no one <laughs> I mean, but then again, it's like sometimes people also sort of like use it as like humor because I know like you know some comedians do use like some of the things they were going with as like humor, and that's also like a fine line. It's like you know when is like if it generates laughs and people are going to feel like oh like obviously it's not as big of a deal as people are making it because people are laughing about it which like some comedians and some shows do mm -hmm. is that they do do that like i don't know if like the office has ever like really belittled someone about like mental health but it does seem like something that would be up their alley or like family guy or south park 
Mm-hmm. Then if like a lot of people are seeing it be made as like a joke or comedy, then you know they're gonna think of it like it's a joke or comedy when in reality it's not. Josh, I think I think like since you mentioned that, I think this is probably something that didn't start in this generation. Come to think about it, I think it's probably something that has been passed down, but we only see it now because it's like it's been part of the culture. I think like even going back as far as war, you know, your whole country is on war. And then what, what, what do you have to do about it? You know, mm-hmm. you have to find a way to find joy in that pain. So like people um, yeah. master the pain with some kind of a uh, fake joy. So you have this dark um, sense of humor. So come to think about it, I think that's probably things like that where we'll probably have like roots to play in how, um, life or how like the community is now where it's like because like thinking about it like people will talk about how how sad they are just so they can push it down um or so just so it could seem less than what it actually is i feel like at the end of this like as you said like it's all like a cycle like people joke about drinking themselves feel better you know they open up about it and then you know it gets laughed at and just like one big you know cycle that's what it needs to be broken yeah i agree oh sorry <laughs> um <clears throat> nah nah that's true um do you guys think that like, people going to therapy is especially men going to therapy is gonna like you know increase as time goes on if you need it, I'd like to hope you go. Like, I mean, like to hope it becomes more normal as that. If you if you feel like you do need therapy, you gotta go to therapy. Like, <laughs> I think uh, if it becomes somewhat of a if if it's being pushed more, then um, people will do it. But if otherwise, then it would just probably like go up and then hit a decline once people like feel like they don't really want to talk because like you know how like covid made us more what's that word more closed off and like mm-hmm. you can't really ask so like if therapy isn't some, something that is being advertised to people then they'll get to a point where people would like rather to choose to close off than to speak and then like josh said it goes on on this cycle again yeah i feel the same like if more people really open up about their you know experiences and actually say you know what this isn't as what people make it and you know it's, it's okay like if it gets like if it gets the support that it needs because quite a, like quite more often than not you see you know cruelty and cruelty hatred and like mockering as things that like people like lift up and like bring to the top and that's what's that's what's promoted but if we do the same for really uplifting talking about mental health and really saying you know what this is when i'm going through this what i'm struggling this is how you can be better and really like speak about it like referrals referrals definitely referrals definitely help like articles stuff to just like give people just like word of mouth and like advertising if that just keeps on happening then i feel that it's going to be headed in the head in like the right direction and again of course you don't want to go to therapy just because it's trendy to go to therapy 
but you know <laughs> you don't want to go just because like, everyone else is doing it but it's like you know you want to go if you really do want to see a change for you know yourself and like and like better yourself like the future so you can be better for yourself and you can you know be better for those around you but like most importantly you're doing it for yourself like at, at the end of the day people aren't going to therapy with you like you're gonna be the one sitting in that chair you're gonna be the one that's talking about the issue that you're going through there's your friends aren't gonna go there with you so don't say like oh you know i'm doing i'm going to therapy for my friends if and if you say you're going to therapy for your friends then it's like you got to question why you're going to therapy i didn't think about it like that like going for somebody else i didn't know that was a thing i mean it like it, it probably it probably is because it's like more often than not like something that happened could like force you to go to like force you to jump back into therapy say oh like you know this happened and it would directly like result in like this then then like i'm gonna go but you know if you're really you know doing this for like yourself like bettering for yourself then you won't be saying i'm doing it for this person at the end of the day you want to see the change in yourself but i bet people definitely have gone to therapy for you know other people Interesting. Like know. even then, like I guess couple therapy, you're going to therapy for someone else. So it's like in that sense, okay. But like individually speaking, my point stands. Do what you said. Um, you have anything to, to say on that for me? Uh, I, I, I think you got shorts on, bro. Yes, I do. He shorts. said anything left to say on that topic, and you can't talk. <laughs> yeah, tell me. Yeah, you never do you have enough to know. Yeah, but yeah, really no, can't last sport. You seen what bro was doing in, in small group yesterday, bro. I'm, nah. Uh, <laughs> you, you can't talk at all. Like, <laughs> nah, yeah, but like, you know, last words, go to therapy, love yourself. Opening up is not bad. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Um, also, Take, 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 uh, take advice in one hand, you know, don't clench it too closely because, uh, I think this even ties on to the next or to the topic that I was meant to speak on tonight of like, cause like, um, people would take or value other people's words above their own abilities. And then it's like, you're trying to meet this expectation, but that isn't actually what you're capable of. So then it makes them even worse in a, in a state worse than they were when they actually went for those things. So like when it comes to like advice and stuff like that, it's like, okay, I have this in one hand. How do I apply it? If, if, if it's too much weight or too much work, then like find out what the reason or why isn't working. If it's just because you, it's not, it's beyond your cap yeah, capacity or cap capability then um don't stress about you know there's always like different ways to solve one problem yeah i agree actually since we're on the topic do you want, do you want to go into yours um sure i think uh the the question i guess is a question for everyone is like why do people take kindness for weakness so it's like i i guess like this also ties into everything that was spoken about in like how like with the black man um they have this like 
hard they, they they've been told to like lock in and it's just like when someone shows kindness it's not a weakness and then oftentimes they're being taken advantage of so like why has why is that a thing um in the community like why do people take advantage when they see someone's kindness I'd say it's because mm-hmm. society has popularized being a dickhead in it's honestly pretty stupid like like the whole of the something where they're mistaken for this being showing general respect to a woman oh you're a simp like bro like thank you basic human courtesy bro like what are you talking about me a simp like just because i i do like, hold it door for somebody you're a simp. like bro like what like this is this basic shit, like I mean, it's not like I don't know why. Oh yeah, being oh yeah, I mean everybody. I mean, I mean they get what it is. Oh yeah, he's tough. Like nah, you just it's just a dickhead. Like you're not you're not stronger than them, but you probably like I don't know. Society is this weird gimmick of just popularizing being rude, and as if it's a good thing for some reason. No, no, no. I feel like it's a byproduct of the world we live in, because the world we live in is so cruel that seeing you know someone or people that are actually like you know nice like that's that's exploitable that's how some people are really thinking because kindness in the short supply why not see if you know you can like milk that kindness to see how like you know far you like go so it's 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 literally the old phrase you know give them an inch they take a mile and i feel like that's that's literally how it goes it's like all right you'll see someone see someone opening the door and then that'll be turned into like a conversation it's like oh you know what i forgot my wallet in the car can you go can can you like you know pay for this like doing it real quick and that's like that's like the world that we live in it's it's so bad that people crave kindness and when people get that kindness they want to keep it like they want to keep kindness instead of you know actually valuing the human being that's giving you the kindness so basically you're shredding their human you're shredding their humanity and you're just like honing in on what can i get from this instead of how can like i'm receiving this but also how can i reciprocate this and i feel like that's the that's the issue that a lot of a lot of people have with you know seeing someone that's kind to them for the first time and again like john touched on about the whole you know being being a simp thing it's like yeah it's like you know you open you open the door for um you open the door for a woman it's like oh like he's he's been a simp he's weak like he wants to get some that it's like no like you generally want to open the door for someone you're gonna open the door it's not gonna make you a simp same with you know helping someone cross the street same with i feel like the little things that people do for kindness have just been like blown up with this whole word simp and now that's ruining all the acts of kindness that people have done before which are making people meaner than before because a lot of people they value like as Tammy said it's like people take others information and they hold it in a high regard to their own information so if you're doing these nice things and you hear people say oh you were sent for that you were sent for that it's going to make it a lot harder to find nice people because if you're being nice people are going to hate you for being nice and then if you're mean people going to hate you for being mean so it's like where you <laughs> it's like where you going to find like the middle ground like where is the middle ground in this society that you know we're living in right now yeah honestly i lean more towards john's point <laughs> i think i think that being like this 
for some reason people think people popularize like just being mean to people or like just being hard or closed off or whatever. I think pop culture has a lot has a, has a lot to do with that. Um, I think that like I mean we even see it in like you know rap music and stuff like that too. Like just being like you know made and like you know I'll be nobody and you know if y'all they don't they don't like me and all this different kind of stuff, but. I think when it comes to kindness in particular, in terms of like interacting with other people, I think because kindness is such a lost art, honestly, and it's such like a rarity nowadays, which is weird, but like genuine kindness is such a rarity. I think people, like John said, I think that, I think they just take advantage of it. If, you're, if you are this kind to me, then that means that I can do this to you and you'll still forgive me. You know? It's kind of it's kind of like a whole thing with like Christians and forgiveness. Like people oftentimes mistake us as pushovers because we're called by God by God to, to forgive you. But forgiveness does not mean like like a, like uh, oh, yeah, forgiveness. Can I say what? No, continue, continue. Oh, sorry. Um, forgiveness does not mean that like there's no penalty still. Like if. if like if, if if one of my best friends does me dirty, I'll forgive you, but we're not cool no more. Like <laughs> like it ain't like you know it's not sweet, you know. So I just think I think that's that, that that's that's the main thing I would say. Yeah, word. I think like Josh said something that just like popped and I thought a word into my head, and it's like we live in a selfish world, you know. Everyone is selfish. You're selfish. I'm selfish, and when there's those genuine acts of kindness you know it almost seems like oh i had received this now it belongs to me so you know what i'm going to try and get more of this or receive more of this and then that's where you have people who just lynch off people they become like lynches off people and they just stick there and they suck that drain the life out out, out of them um because of how selfish we are and, and even this even applies to like different places that's why you have like um relationship wise you know um a, or like guys where you have a guy who takes advantage of a girl just because of that that i guess that vulnerability or that openness that she showed to him like i guess a sense of kindness that she has shown to him then the guy feels like it's his right and he like takes advantage of that and then uses her and then dumps her in the end of it. So it's just like the selfish um, gen or world that we live in. And when we begin to understand and notice that selfishness within ourselves, and then we choose to live um, a selfless life at the same time, like Ade says, with that defense or that guard, knowing that humans are selfish, everyone would always want to take advantage. Um, like John said, Humans are, you know. But yeah, understanding that, but then still, I guess, navigating and showing genuine kindness. Uh, really important. Humanity's acting like, what's it called? The military police from Attack on Titan. You <laughs> got them acting like the MPs, just being selfish and whatnot. That's literally what it is, I'm telling you. Like, and it, like, yo. Like he shows they know what's going on. Right. <laughs> it's funny because he's right. <laughs> it's 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 it's, right. it's it's funny. It's terrible, but it's like that's exactly what's going on there. If you are selfish, you see the little bit of kindness 
and you literally take that like you go run into the bank with that kindness and then it's just like all right like you did it what did it get you in the end like are you any better off than you were before is that person any better off than you were before are you continuing the cycle of you know like using like using something then like when you're done being like it's like and you're not satisfied and you look for more and then it's like you're just the lorax can tell you what happened after that you, you want more you chop down more trees suddenly there's no more kind of stuff to give exactly. and there's no kind of stuff exactly. to give all you got is i got is like hate and a bunch of people running around not being able to trust each other anymore because it's like are they really you know being nice to like if i'm nice to them are they gonna you know take my kindness for a weakness and you know exploit me further it's, it's and you can see that in and that, that's not even like you can it's in like the corporation world it's you see that someone is doing something and since they're new to the system or since they're new to like everything like the higher ups just like exploit them to like the fur like to them i don't even they split them to the like the furthest of their capability and then they don't know what's going on because they're new to the job so and then once they're done they find another person to do it with so it's kind of something that like happens with kindness and then it evolves even into the work world so it's just a it's just a never-ending cycle of you know humans using humans to get what they want and then once it's over you know sort of like cut the humans off I think yeah. like oh no I'm saying yeah oh yeah and I think me probably that might also like be something that affects like the black community in America where it's like pretty much that being taken advantage of so so then people are brought up to have this like cold heart um towards things so that they wouldn't be taken advantage of anymore because like slavery and and like the history that goes on uh, with that. You also see it a lot in like, in like guys with girls. <clears throat> like, do you guys remember when you were like in preschool and like some girl was mean to you or some guy was mean to some girl and it was like, oh, that's cute. Like, you know, they, they were, like he likes her, she likes him. And like, like, yo, like think about that. Like, how do you associate being mean with like love? You know what I mean? Like that's just that just goes to show like how deep and grand it is. I don't think people really understand how toxic middle school was. <laughs> like middle school or high school. I I honestly don't think people understand how bad it was back then because it it was like in high school and college, yeah. Like you're able to make your own decisions, but in high school, like there were these games where it's like, oh, you, it's like you saw someone, you just like you liked them, and all your homeboys like, yeah, she smiled at you. You should go and like, you should go and do this. I'm like, bro, she smiled at you. And then there were these games where it's like, oh, since she smiled at you, I'm gonna write her, I'm gonna write your hand, um, her name on your hand. And if you look at this name, you gonna have to ask her out by the end of today. And I was sitting there like. I was like, bro, like, I'm like, this is like, looking back at it now, like, middle school is actually one of the most toxic places ever. You forget, like, any nice thing you do for a shorty, like, say uh, she asks you for, like, on, on, on a question, and you be like, yeah, I got you, and, like, you come you come back, yo, what are you talking about, yo, like, what y'all doing? I'm like, bro, I talked with a math question, bro, like, relax, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like 
it's like you put on trial before your home was like oh you, uh, you should go do this you should go do that and then the girls on the other side are like oh yes you should go this you should do that and it's a bunch of unnecessary pressure off of one act of kindness Mm-hmm. legitimately one act of kindness and that's why people are so afraid to show kindness because a lot of like what women deal with is if you like if you smile at someone then they're like oh like you know she's smiling and they go like ask for the numbers like no i'm smiling because you just a smile yeah that's it. then then I, I also don't i also don't like how dudes are trained to be mean to women like the whole nice guys finish last thing like that's not true like if you're nice to somebody you're gonna be more attractive. Like I wouldn't date somebody who's mean all the time. <laughs> exactly. It's like I you don't that. want someone that's like mean 24-7 or has a mean act or mean this or mean that. You want someone that's nice, but in this world now and the war of the constant war on Twitter, like men versus women will never end because it's exactly Twitter what is like, just it, it it's never it's never ending. And that's why people are because they they look at Twitter every day now it's like their newspaper and they see all these think piece opinions on like what's the current like what's the state of the men versus woman argument and they see what's going on and it's like oh so basically we're so we're all just mean to each other now so like how is it like going to be easy to like you know find someone in this autumn in this already cruel world if we're all being cruel to each other because no one wants to be nice anymore because nice is being nice is weak apparently allegedly and that's so, why I always say, like, no matter how bad or short he is, like, your personality is trash. I don't care how good you look on the outside. It doesn't matter anymore. Like, <laughs> you're dead. Like, no, I'm good. It's well, like, nah. this is one thing, but like, yo, like, if the way you act, the way you treat others is, is, is terrible, then. That's what I'm also, saying. Like, what's his face? No, go ahead. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, if Chloe Bailey was a complete, like, like douche, I would be like, nah. This man. But I'm saying, and Tyler Perry's a war criminal for this. Tyler, Tyler Perry <laughs> has like, <laughs> this man has, he single-handedly put so much stress and strife into the black community with his movies. It's downright criminal. <laughs> have you seen the movie? Honestly, but, seen... Oh, sorry. Uh, you can go after me, but it's like, I was going to say, touching off like the whole, like the nice guy's finished last thing. Literally, in every Tyler Perry movie known to man, and the Boondocks literally said it. Yes, they did. The Boondocks literally flamed him for it. So mad, he's tried to sue them for it. But it's always like, oh, there's this nice dude. And he, like, goes off suddenly this dude out of jail, you know, treats her like, treats her horribly or something like that. Or maybe it's reverse. But it's like, apparently, it was like, oh, create a war between, like, the nice guys and, like, the apparently like thugs and everything and then i'm just like i'm like tyler you didn't have to do this to a community that's already suffering due to what you did on colorism which is already suffering due to what you do to what you from one of broken families and i'm just like my man i'm like tyler perry is like the like he's thanos he's collecting the affinity rings he got <laughs> colorism down he got nice guys versus um like mean guys he has like members of women i'm like bro you just you just keep on doing it but yeah media definitely has had an effect on how people are you know nice to each other now how they're like mean to each other now because on twitter people roast people people are mean people are, people are mean on twitter and that translates to real life because people yeah, think oh that's the way to mean to people it's not everyone's being mean to each other 
Yeah. Have you noticed how in, in Thai prayer movies, the dude that saves the woman is, is always Christian? Have you noticed that? Like, it's. And he's usually bald. Yeah. <laughs> and he's bald. And he's bald. <laughs> like, yo, the Blue Nuts episode, I watched that. I watched, I watched that episode like last week. And it was so true. Like, every, like, every, like everything that everything that, that they said about Tyler Perry was like, yeah, yeah. Wait, like, do they still release Boondocks? No. They're, they're trying sure. to make it though. I think we, they cast them for, for Granddad after though. I'm just like, yeah, people need to learn how to like be nice again. Like it's actually okay to be nice instead of, you know, being mean. Because apparently like now it's like, oh, you know, I'm gonna be mean to my teacher because my friends are gonna laugh. No, don't be mean to your teacher because your friends are going to laugh. Why would you do that? And it's like the same thing with like professors. It's like, I'm going to give my professor a hard time because people are going to think it's funny. It's like, no, how will you be a like a nice a nice human being? It's like, it's I not that I hard. You. I was on on top of time in middle school. I ain't going to hold you. I really bought teacher's ass just, just faithfully. I was just like, yo, I'm, I'm about to be on your ass today. I'm okay. <laughs> I didn't care about nothing. I seen a video of this one kid. I think he was arguing with the teacher, and the teacher was trying to keep his composure. And he was like, "What's up, nigga? What's up? What's up?" And then the teacher just one. <laughs> <laughs> when he starts pounding the kid, I was like, "Oh, oh I said, I'm like, son, wait a minute. Now see, that's too far. Yeah, on that's both, the... on both parties. I'm, exactly. I'm, both like, parties. First yeah, of all." Like, you you jacked up for being mean to your teacher and the teacher on the other hand bro you put your hands on a monitor i don't care you going to you about to lose yeah but it's like it, it's stuff like that it's like you know in an already jacked up society why are you why do you want to promote more jacked upness come on now like it shouldn't it, it shouldn't be hard to choose niceness over being mean yeah, just be nice to people man like it's not like being a douche doesn't make you attractive to a man, doesn't make you a better guy. Like it just makes you it's like being nice and not make you and being nice and not make you a worse. Being nice doesn't mean your friends aren't going to think of you any well. I mean, if they think of you any of them less, you need to change your you need to change your friend group. Change your friend group. Exactly. Because yeah. you know, as Stephen A. Smith says, the company you keep matters. So it's like if like the if your company <laughs> is okay with you being a as Jonathan, you know, politely stated, you know, that word, then <laughs> go on, go do it. But, you know, if you want to be nice and everything, you want to, you know, promote the best of yourself, prove like, you know, humans can still be nice, men can still be nice without getting, you know, hate. Women can still be nice without, you know, the man expecting something in return because she was being nice to him. It's like all of these things, like you know, just just love each other. Come on now, like it's not that hard. Also, don't also don't think don't think that a girl's gonna sleep with you if you're nice to her. Like, stop, uh, like, like exactly. Like for real. Like for real. Stop that. It's like, if you, <laughs> it's, like if you, it's like if you open the door for someone, don't think you're gonna get something out of it. Do it because you want to do it, not because of what the reward is going to be, like or, the doing, or the reward you think that you already have in your head. Like you doing the bare minimum and like the bare the minimum. She's not, 
she's not gonna be like, oh, like, like what? Shoot, my gosh. <laughs> like a man opens a door for a woman, she says, thank you. Suddenly the man's in like, he's going through like, you know, a vision of them getting married at the altar and having five kids already. Like, Sheesh, bro, <laughs> you opened the door hello? to a Walmart. <laughs> Walmart? <laughs> yeah, like he opens like, the like, like, stop. like, like, yo, he opens the door and then she's and, and then she's like, oh, thank you. And then they never see each other again. Then he's in his room, like, cups in the rose. Like, why are you down bad for it? It was like, <laughs> <laughs> I sound catastrophic. Nah, yo, Twitter be actually, I don't think we, I don't think we could, we could talk about Twitter being down bad on the podcast, but they, they be on some. Oh, oh yeah. No, dudes, like people... dudes be down. I saw. Oh, I will I'm never t- forget the comments I read under a Tia Cooper post, bro. <laughs> they was bugging in the comments, bro. Like, talk about yo. Let me get your your towel after your game. I'm like, yo, what, what are y'all doing? Oh, what is this? I'm like, yo, like, what are y'all? Bro. What's going on? Where you got your towel? I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna go look for it. That's not because it's, it's wild. <laughs> nah. Get your towel. <laughs> like, what? Like, what are y'all doing? What's it called? There's a there's a there's a meme now. It's like the six pass from Naruto. It's called the six pass of down bad. I saw that. Yeah, I, I saw that meme. Yeah. I saw that meme. Down so, bad, down horrendous, down catastrophic, down cataclysmic, something else. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, it's like people just think because you're nice. It's like, and people really on the internet, they'll really expect the most just for getting like one interaction. And I'm just, and I'm just sitting on Twitter. I'm watching it all unfold. And I was like, you literally just could have said, you know, like, hi. And then after that, you they unleashed in like her DMs. And I'm just like, <laughs> and of course, you know, as she should, it like posted the DM. And I'm just like, bro, like all this, all this could have been avoided if you just, you know, kept it pushing, like kept it 100 and kept moving. Bro, remember when Sweetie and Quavo broke up? You know, you know how many like meme pages were like in her DMs? Talk about some ha ah, sweet A. <laughs> like dude be feeding you, know, man. Let me say let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this one thing before. Oh wait, are you are y'all done with the topic? I just wanted one thing. I think oh, yeah. like also also on the other side, um, if you're being kind with evil intentions, like that's just wrong. Cause yeah, don't do that. There's a video of this like some some guys that offered to pay for this lady's drink or something that she was buying at a, a, a store and she was like no that she was fine that she didn't pay for it by herself and then when she leaves they like attack her and they pretty much beat her up and i like, saw that too one of them bit her, bit her what her eye or something i'm like why and this oh. is why people don't trust when people are being nice so yeah mean. yeah and when you're mean other people are me so let me yeah it's becoming a lose-lose actually you know what let me look at the camera when i say this real quick is this camera on me man just because you're nice to a woman does not mean she'll sleep with you and that's real uh <laughs> um all right. Real, though. But all right i think we can go to the last topic if y'all are cool with that word all right john what you got for us man yeah, um, so I think I saw this, uh, I took a video the other day, I think it was like two days ago, I think dude, um, some dude was like saying like, yeah, getting a degree is useless, you know what I'm saying, in uh, society, I think someone's also arguing the opposite, saying that it's not useless, 
Yeah, I, mean, I guess my stance on it is that, like, it, I guess it depends. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand college is not for everybody. It's probably understandable. If you feel like you don't want to go, don't have the milk. I feel, I think the problem is, like, I, I found, like, three main problems. I, I find the cost is unnecessary. Mm-hmm. I feel like taking gen ed classes in freshman year, not because of your major. Talk about it. And I feel like it's, it shouldn't be normal that you have to go. You should have the choice to go, but it shouldn't have mm-hmm. to go. Those are my three main problems I have with, with those. Because let's be honest here. If you, if you go to you go to like a good surgery, you want to feel it. Like, yeah, I learned on YouTube. <laughs> 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 I'm, like, I'm getting another surgeon, bro. Like, I'm not, I'm not like, what are you talking about? Like, some places they need a degree. Like, imagine you get a lawyer and we'll do like, yeah, I got my YouTube. Your honor, my client is guilty. Wait, wait, wait. Never mind. <laughs> like, what is this? Like, like some, some dogs need degrees. I know this, maybe there might be some. Maybe that might be a degree might be a little bit less useful in that aspect. And I mean, okay, that's understandable. Some people might have their experiences in college and they didn't learn anything. Okay, that's, I mean, that's up to you. Depends on also what's in the major. But there are also things I definitely need it. Like even in tech majors where you can learn coding online, it's a lot harder to get like a, a certain coding jobs without that degree in, in coding. Like me and Timber, no, we, you apply for internships, y'all. They all say, yo, bachelor's in, in, in CS, bachelor's mm. in this. Like, and you can even get hired, but you wouldn't, I've, I've read that people have said like, yeah, you might get hired, but you'll get like slow to get your promotions or if the lane people off, you might be the first target because you don't really have anything backing you. Like there's just many different areas where like, yeah, a degree is definitely more useful. So of course it always depends uh, on, on a person, obviously. And of course, if it's not for you, you don't feel like calls for you, you don't gotta go and, and um, that's perfectly fine. But I wouldn't say degree is useless at all. You know, honestly, that's actually pretty like interesting because in this, the way the world is moving, a lot of people are choosing a more creative route instead of what's, what society has taught us. Because since since K through, well, since K through 12, it's always been a path that you're going on with, there's always been the next academic. And that's sort of like how it traps you because mm-hmm. you're thinking on purely academics and not what you can do creatively. So, while you're doing all this you're like okay so since this is since i went to 12th grade now i'm going to college because that's just the path that people have you on instead what it's doing is it's robbing people of the chance to really be creative and i'm not saying you can't find that creative creativity in college because you definitely can because of the amount of like technology you have at your fingertips with different organizations different different areas but these are all things that people are being self-taught in with themselves with youtube and just really learning how to draw learning how to people becoming famous off of tiktok bro like um i forgot what their names are these two sisters charlie and like i forgot dixie i don't know what her yeah bro they having a whole reality tv show off of being creative on tiktok i forgot um something something ray allison ray bro she's got it made off of tiktok yeah she's got it made off of tiktok and a lot of these people what they're doing is you're seeing a lot of people being like becoming famous off of TikTok. Similarly, as we saw, what would ha- what was happening with Vine, people are using that creativity to sort of launch their lives without having to really go to college and get a degree. Further, you know, slaving yourself to the system is what you would kind of be doing working a nine to five after you graduate. And I'm not saying that getting a like is getting a degree like you know is a pointless. I'll say that getting the beginner's degree, Addison, right? There we go. I say Addison. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Addison. But um, I'll say that getting the beginner degree 
it's pointless because like a bachelor's honestly a bachelor's is becoming equivalent to a high school degree because now that everyone is having a bachelor's then what they're doing is they're raising <laughs> what they're doing is <laughs> what they're doing is they're raising sort of like the bar for the, the other jobs because now that it's like bachelor's everyone's having a bachelor it's like all right but really to get the jobs where people are making like the money and like the money money that's when you gonna have to go to graduate school get a master's or a phd and then at that point you're questioning like is it really worth it Because at this point you're like you're neck deep in loans so you better get a you better get like a good job going out of it you're gonna be swimming in it for for a long time so i'll say that you know getting a degree is it's it's worth it was worth it at you know some point for beginners but now if you really want to do something it's your know, master's but then you're gonna have to ask yourself is getting a master's really like worth everything that you're going to be going through instead of really starting something for yourself because it's like especially since like my dad said back when he was going to school they didn't allow you to change your like they didn't allow you to, to declare your major until junior year so that the first two years you could take gen eds and know what you really want to do before getting yourself into things because what a lot of what what is happening is since after after high school and like you know in your senior year there's so much pressure your junior and senior year of high school to really decide what you want to do so you can like apply for like the common app and do these things yeah. you're just like all right like i mean people know but does anyone really know what they want to do at like you know like 17 or 18 you know some may some may not but in college it's like i feel like the first two years should be more of like you know taking gen ed knowing what you want to do like basically like around the entire area and then your junior year and senior year be dedicated to your major because you wouldn't be switching around you wouldn't be wasting more time wasting more money and you know like having your college years be sort of like all right well this is like big the whole game of switcheroo yeah hmm. <laughs> i think if if you cannot if you can afford to get a degree then obviously get it like there is no excuse for you not to get it because like as john said like there's some workplaces that would require a degree and also like if you if your dream is to do something like for example be a software engineer at apple like you obviously need a degree um, mm -hmm. to get those kind of positions so like if you can afford it um do it man it doesn't hurt um but then again there are some people who can afford it but yet it is not their path you know it is not what their their own life path is their own life path is to be more adventurous more entrepreneurship so they go on to the other side and say okay no i'm going to pick pick learnings from different um experiences but i'm going to like explore and create so i think like what pretty much what john said covered everything you know it works for some it doesn't work for some but i feel like in the world that we live in now um getting a degree is something that like everyone should should have um even though it, it doesn't work um for everyone or like the path doesn't work for everyone know your path and um, know your path and know what you're risking um, if you don't get a degree since it's like something that's required 
um, for jobs now. And if if it's something that you can afford to lose or to to drop, then go for it, man. I mean, I, I feel like you could. It's a see. That's the part I don't know because like you could still do your path like after your like degree it would just like help you more because if you're doing something like creative, it's at Temple like the Tyler School of Art like probably all the stuff that you know you know, you need to be creative. It's like, you're going to find in there. Same with like the school of like meaning communication. If you want to, you know, be a music producer, which isn't the most educational. I feel like people only equivalent to getting a degree and getting a degree into something that they believe is the best choice. And it's not something that's like, you know, fleeting. Like I know a lot of people <clears throat> are down on like, you know, art and music majors because it's like, you know, you got your degree in this, but what are you actually gonna do with it? And is it, and is it profitable? I feel like that's what the issue is with getting a degree is a lot of people are being told that the stuff that they wanna do isn't gonna be profitable with that degree. So they're like, all right, if you're telling me this, so then I'm gonna go my own path and I'm gonna get a degree because you're telling me it's worth it with, like, with it. So let me just be great without it. Which I feel like that's the, that's like the main issue because so many people are creative and it's literally only like, you know, math, science, English, arithmetic, you know, like the math, like the engineers, because that's what's been drained into us from K to 12 is those things. Like we never really had any, you know, classes on, you know, stuff that was creative to us. Like there really was no um, movie, like movie editing class or something like that. Well, at least like for me, there wasn't, but that's like, you know, that's the reality some people are finding themselves in where it's just like, you're telling me my dream is trash. So if you're telling me my dream is trash, is it worth getting a degree, spending all this money for something that I'm being told isn't worth it? And that's why some people aren't getting the degree. And I can understand that to like an extent, because if, you're, if people are telling you like, you're never going to do anything with this, then why have it? Mm-hmm. That is fair. As the resident art student, I have a lot of opinions on this. So I think the, I think getting the degree in itself, part of college, I, I think that's not necessary anymore. I'm getting mine because I know what, what I, what I want to do in the future and I know that, that it's going to require that. But I think the real value of college is just the social aspect of it. I think being around different people, finding out more about them, finding out more about yourself, just being in that community where you're just around people your age who are all trying to figure your life out. That's that's the part of college that like can't be, you know, like can't be like, you know, disregarded. Like, you know, school is school, as we've seen from this whole online semester, but college was like a job for all of us, so pretty much, because we weren't having fun when we were doing it. You know, if I have one class on what on Friday, and then when I'm done with class, you know, I, I could you know text Henry like, yo, you want to hang out after? I couldn't do that this semester, so I think, I think that part is what is what people should pay for the most. But then that brings the question: is like, if you were to do that, then how would college be like rearranged? Which, in my opinion, I don't think there should be majors. I think there should be schools that cater towards your interests. Like if you are 
like like if you're a more creative person, then you then you hang out on the creative sector of the campus. If you're a, a like you know creative dorms, creative restaurants, like that that's your space. If you're a business, if you're a business major, that's your space. If you're a if you're a, a medical student, you know that's your like just being in spaces that are conducive to developing you as the person that that you want to be in that field. If that makes sense. I think that's what college should be. But getting a degree, yeah, you can do well with that one. <laughs> I think like getting a degree, I think it's been put on a pedestal that's like unnecessarily high. And I think like what people are saying isn't actually what they mean. They say like, it's not important to get a degree, but then what they miss out is the value of what happens in between you get a degree and then you like start and like I think like what you learn at college is you just learn how to work within what you're passionate about or like that's the idea of college not necessarily for you to get a degree to get work is to teach you like work ethics to teach you how right. to um, move around your own field so like even if you don't end up getting the degree in the end um, as long as you're doing that education so like not everyone has a drive um, I know some people who have like this crazy drive and they just like, I have this dream. I'm going to chase it. I'm going to learn from whatever I can find. And like they're, they're that motivated. But for the rest of us that are not as motivated, that's where college comes in or that's where school comes in. Where it's mm -hmm. like, I have a dream, but I don't know how to get there. I need some motivation. I need some direction. Okay. The school has given me the schedule that I can follow. Um, so I'm going to use this to shape how I think, use this to help me shape how I um, navigate about, about things. And then when you eventually get what you need, um, then yeah, that is the, the main value of getting a degree, not the degree itself. Um, it's learn the structure that you learn. I feel like college in itself is like, College is about choosing your own path and it's more about survivability and multitasking because you're learning how to really survive in, you know, a place by yourself for, you know, four years. I'd say the first like, well, three years because, you know, you probably like go home like one, one year and then you're probably like, you know, on or off campus in an apartment for like the other like two. So it could be about, you know, learning how to really be, take the initiative and seek out, you know, appointments by yourself with areas that you, that you have like your financial, your financial aid, like making those phone calls, making those appointments, going to your professors, like office hours, like taking the initiative for things. I feel like this is what mostly college is about, learning how to really survive and do things on your own and not having someone else to really rely on. And as a day said, just being like, you know, placed in an area with just a lot of a lot of different people who you're you know networking with and you're surrounded with by different like various and like walks of life the degree is sort of and as you said like an unnecessary cherry on top because mostly those skills that you're learning through like the classes i don't think you really should need a degree just a degree is just to show your employers like look i did this look i graduated from college but those skills that you already have just should be able to, you know, transfer itself. You like, cause they're gonna see, you know, no matter what, 
if you're applying for a job, you think that they have those qualities that you're looking for. Like, I can do this. I can do that. Those classes that you took, it helped you. It prepared you for. So what is the degree for? It's just like, it's just for show. Some people post it on their walls as like, you know, like a plaque. I know like it's it's like a it's like a um certification sort of um certification just oh I did this so you can see I'm actually authentic like I'm real like I graduated other than that I don't see a point like it's a piece of paper with your name on it and someone's signature uh, <laughs> yeah like, I mean then again I'm not downplaying the weight of a degree because I know people come like people are being like you know first generation college students who actually went there and who graduated with a degree. So that's probably important to them. So I'm not trying to like, you know, take that away from them and saying yeah. it's not like, it's not, it's not important, but I'm just saying it's not as important as society makes it to be. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say like college is really more of like a networking thing in, in my yes. like, cause it's really about making your connections and everything. Cause like a lot of people like they would say like they got the degree and they could have it because they never really networked. They really like talk to others, made those connections, mm-hmm. find those things. Like I can say, like as much as Russell pisses me off with like with almost everything they do, um, I can probably <laughs> say that like um, that the, the club systems is actually really beneficial well, for me at least. Like that I'm actually getting experience because of course most jobs need also to have to have experience on top of the degree and everything. And that's why like, I, I think the, the biggest problem is it's, a, it's like a workplace problem at this point. I feel like the the workplaces are really putting out are is the main reason why the, the main reason why um, degrees are as important as they are now anyways it's most of the, it's most of the jobs like they don't really care about if, what you can do they care about the titles you got you know what i'm saying like an entry-level job it's like oh, you need 18 months of experience they're like it's entry-level you know what i'm saying like so like how how's person who just graduated college supposed to have 18 months of experience then they get to internships like it, it, it's, it's, it's just dumb stuff like that so like, it's really it's, you guys like change how the, the workplace is working that's how it, you know what's scuffed about that entry-level positions are acquiring two some are saying you have to have two to three years of experience i'm like this is entry level my guy like this like the word level. En- it's, like it's, the word entry is literally saying i'm literally coming out of college i know i know a lot but i have very little experience so mm-hmm. i'm entering this field i don't <laughs> have two to three years <laughs> and i'm just like you know what all right y'all it's like y'all got this and you just reminded me of something with that. It's like internships. You take internships in college, right? You already have, you're already doing something related in your field. You don't even need that degree to say, I did this. You could go to apply for a job and say, here, look, my, yeah, um, what's it called? My reference, call my internship. Like, honestly, like you would just like- because yeah. some schools want you to to finish your degree to get into church. It's, it's stupid, but yeah. Dude. Like, I see, it's like, it's like the piece of paper in itself. It's like, you could, if you did a lot of internships, then I just don't think you should be required to like, you know, have a, have a degree just to be hired. It's like, you've done the work. You have a lot of references that you, your job can call and say, this person was here. He or she showed up, did the work, put in that work. I feel like he, he or she is the best candidate for this job, hire. But no, you got to have like some fancy paper just to get hired. <laughs> I do agree with John's point, though, about like the cost of it. Like, it's unnecessary. Truly unnecessary. College is freaking like that. I, I got friends my age that are like, that are like 30K in debt right now. Like, how are they going to pay that off? And like, less than 40 years you play the lottery 
<laughs> plus those and a lotto. Plus the, the freaking interest on those loans, freaking crazy. It's like seven percent a year or something like that. So yeah, I but, checked my loans real quick. <laughs> Honestly, but but um oh but, sorry um I think every, I think everybody should try college at least one time. If you if you can't do a four year, do a community. But I think. So what? Oh, no, it's asking with the community. Call it. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think just the the vibe and atmosphere of college in terms of like the community aspect. I think that's definitely something that everybody should try at least one time. If where it comes to worst, do community college for two years, and then do two years in like a regular college. Mm-hmm. It's like if you you know if you don't feel like the all oh, like four years of like a regular institution is worth it, you can still get, you know, just as good of as a as education in community college and i feel like it's something that's not talked about a lot a lot of people downplay community college and it's it's like it's not i feel like they're wrong because in community college it's literally less money for learning almost the exact same things it's just you don't have like room and board and a lot of like the facilities that places like temple and drexel and pan have yeah, I was gonna say it's really like a funding problem in my opinion for like community colleges. They don't have as much funding as public colleges, so they don't have as much uh, software stuff available to their students. Is why most people are worried about those. And so I think that's also part because back back in Boston, like there was only like two, like really two community colleges you could choose from. Like of course, like in, in a state where there's like UMass, MIT, or Harvard, and then you have the one community college, which is like some college called Bunker Hill, and dudes like, yeah, I'm gonna go apply to these places that did Bunker Hill because Bunker Hill was not getting as much. Funny as any of those other colleges that's that's in Massachusetts, so you know what I'm saying. So I feel like if they, if they get more funding, it could be even even better. But for me, it's like one of my one of my um, roommates. I think it was it was my sophomore year. It cost him five hundred dollars for one textbook. Yeah, we well, yeah, five hundred dollars for one textbook. A textbook that he would need for one semester cost five hundred dollars. I'm getting that PDF with the quickness. Yeah, you, got me, you got me tripping. So from there, I was just like, after I heard about that, I was like, I was like, college, you know what you're doing. They do. They, they do. They definitely do. I mean, yeah, the cost is really the biggest problem. Because like, like I said, the first year, my first year of here, I've, I've taken a bunch of math classes, English classes, some science classes, and I took like probably like two, three coding classes <laughs> total for my freshman year. I paid red for that entire time it's like yo like at the very limited classes that's part of my major so i can actually feel like I'm... oh yeah true true gen eds do not need to be a thing like whatsoever like I've, if i'm gonna i'm sorry hold on let me just rant real quick i y'all know my major because y'all because y'all because y'all make me say it during those dumb little icebreakers that we do every day during ah. the you know you know that i you know that i ain't I ain't supposed to be doing this math or this English or like whatever. Why do I need that? Exactly. Thank you. That ain't going. Bro, I am media studies. I mean, I was public relations. They made me take a math class called statistics in the news. Like granted, okay, sort of if I'm in media, I kind of have to know a little bit, but I shouldn't be doing statistics, bro. No, <laughs> absolutely not. You could be a dance major that when you do math. It's like yo, like y'all know. Now, what what I will say about Temple is that at least the, at least the ones that I took, 
the gen eds knew that they weren't like prime time classes like my my my, my professors for those classes approached them as like like they were gen eds and like they weren't they weren't doing it too seriously they weren't doing that, any of that stuff but yeah um we're almost down to it but yeah they don't Gen, honestly, the biggest game of college is Genes and cost. In my, uh, you know what? I, and the food. And the, 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 the thing on. I will say about Genes, I feel like Genes are sort of like a Genes are sort of like a like a breaker. So you're not exerting yourself like too much by taking like your main courses. And I feel like I get what they're doing with that because it's like you don't want to be taking like all like your main courses all at once because if you're taking all your main courses at once bro as tell as tell me this it's like you you're basically asking for stress heartache yes. and if you fail <laughs> it's, like, it's like if you fail all of those or if you don't get like a like higher than like a like i think it's like a c plus on all those at once then it's like you're gonna have to do them all over again your gpa is going your gpa is going to be sharp you're going to be spending the rest of three years pulling your gpa back up to what it was supposed to be after going through whatever you wanted to do to yourself so i can understand why gen eds are there they're like a, they're like a breather it's like you know what here's a here's an easy class like here's like a like an a or b to sort of like get you like get you through this so it's like i do see it but i do get your point i feel that's what the free letters should be for then because that's what that's what i did like i think my, my time right now i took like i'm taking like three like tech classes and like a photography class um I think of a psychology class. Like I feel that's what those should be for. If anything, if trying to like even it out a little bit. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, you don't ever want to take all your core classes at once. I was, my friend, I know of someone that did that. It was the worst. It was the worst time of their life. It's 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 not nice. I tried to take three CS classes at once, and uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think like uh what's the thing called the american educational system is different because like i know in the uk um when you get to college that is like you start what you applied for so like if you apply for medicine you start like medicine you don't do like the gen ed i think i guess that's how it works i think that's how i, th I think like it's more structured that it's more like focused on what you want to study than the american um system in a perfect world it'd be a smooth transition from like what you're like what you're learning into your job field but again nothing's ever easy so yeah Word. yeah what i'm what i'm doing at work i don't know what i'm doing i just i just do whatever they tell me to do like, bro i'm not even in my field what are you talking about Tim? <laughs> yeah josh working I, with kids he was supposed to i graduated that. i graduated in public relations I know is writing, photography, editing, social media. I'm out. I'm out here in the fields, man. <laughs> Literally in the watching them play kick, watching them play kickball and stuff. <laughs> and, and it's like you know, granted, again, 2020 wasn't the most ideal situation to graduate in because right. like the job markets were frozen. No company was hiring in like oh, in like no, in like bad. 30 30 miles. But you know. Well, that's just my experience. Like, probably different classes are gonna have like you know different things. Cause once the job market gets back up, but like going here, bro, my first my job I was Amazon. I was working as an Amazon Prime worker. I was like, this is not what I wanted to do. This is not what I spent four years <laughs> in college trying to do. But like, 
that's the sad reality. It's like colleges, they say they're going to help you. And it's like, it's very rare that they actually like, you know, help you once you graduate. Because once you graduate, ah, they're like, sayonara. <laughs> you, took, yeah. you took your money. Now enjoy the struggling cycle. And now you gotta, now you have a whole different ball game. It's literally you know, life now. And not like the board game. All I'm saying is, for, <laughs> you're going to school just not talking to people, you're going to be down there. Like, you're going to get some, mm. get, get, some, get some friends, buddy, get, get some business partners. Because, like, all I'm saying is, for 30 some K a semester, y'all should have better food than y'all having than dining. <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro, for that amount of money, bro, you should be filling out my applications for me. Have a job lined up for me as soon as That's I what get I'm saying. out. Also, yo, Common App is the biggest game I ever heard. Let me tell y'all something. It cost, it cost me, I applied to 11 schools, right? Mm-hmm. Common App for each of those. And I'm a, I know I was applying as an art major, so I had to do those like, uh, those, yeah, I had to do that. And I had to pay for that, one for each school. I was like, I'm not kidding. I probably, it probably cost me like, like $3,000 to apply to school. To apl- apply to school. Because usually on Common App, you can waive the fee. Yeah, don't you get your application waived? Nah, because <clears throat> they did you dirty. Your high school did you dirty then, because I got my waived. <laughs> exactly. Bro, look, I so first we have the Common App fee. That, that'll run you like, at least for me, that, that ran me like, like, like $50. Mm-hmm. Then I had to send my test scores to those schools. Another 25, 35 for, you know, one day, shipping or whatever that that's a scam too by the way because one of my one of because 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 one of my scores didn't come until two days later um what, uh, what else they got portfolio costs are like another 50 um and then that and then you gotta pay for the freaking to go and like take your take your uh take your standardized testing which is like you gotta pay for that SATs. Yeah. 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 SATs. So that's like, so that's like at least like 150 per school. Like that's the biggest man. <laughs> so only to get trash. Bro, my parents and I were, were looking at these. I was. <laughs> Bro, my dad. All this, to, all this to not have a job lined up for when you go out. I'm telling you, it's like, and it's a, it's a harsh reality. That my therapist said to me and like my parents said to me very rarely people exit like exit college and have a job lined up doing exactly what they wanted to do yeah usually that's the big work it's usually. like you're gonna be it's like you're gonna be suffering for a bit before you really find your feet somewhere yeah because i mean life is hard <laughs> i don't know why schools don't work with companies do that like I, i'm just trying to understand right it's like as soon as i graduate like help me me <laughs> like, like that, that's that's all i want like help me find a like help me find a job a place of employment you got resources you got connections at every place that's probably hiring but no you want to be stingy and stingy with the info but yeah, i again i do think that if you're if you're able to try it at least for one year right like i said exactly you know calls is not for everybody I mean, that, that's facts. Okay, exactly. Man. At least you try. Yeah. After one year, if you don't like it, bounce. Ain't yeah. no one going to hold you to it. <clears throat> ain't no problem. 
at least stay for a year to get your network and then you can go and like you know do whatever yeah, are we done yeah, that's all i had today yeah all right y'all that was episode 11 we hope that y'all enjoyed and we hope that we gave you some food for thought we hope to see y'all in the next one and thanks thanks for supporting us and we'll be back soon with some dope stuff coming Peace. Later. Later.